It's a gospel on the radio talk show. A show about dreams and visions and a church that is indeed triumphant, alive, and well. For the church triumphant is alive and well. Hello, Tallahassee. This is the Gospel on the Radio talk show. Show about dreams and visions and a church triumphant, alive and well. I'm Pastor Jack King. I am your host. And, uh, well, it's just an exciting time to start a new year and uh, be able to make our impressions on it. Just kind of like new fallen snow. You don't know how it's going to look when you track it up, but you hope it turns out well. And, uh, well, let's just say 2020 was an unusual year. And uh, I've heard this a lot on different uh, radio shows that I've listened to. People say, oh, I'm glad this one's over. And the thing about it is that I'm always reluctant to wish away any of my life because I realize that days are short. (laughs) And uh, I want to make the best out of every one that I have because, like I say, nobody knows. There's no guarantee from one day to the next. But... uh, 120 was, it was different, but uh, we're just uh, looking toward the future. And uh, 2021, um, I always look at a new year with a lot of promise and just believing that uh, good things are going to happen and that things that uh, may have been troubling back then, we say back then, uh, 2020 won't be so troubling in 2021, but there are things And uh, on this show, I talk about the things that affect the church. That's that's the the whole theme of this whole thing. Uh, I say a show about dreams and visions, but I understand that uh, God and his church has given us the ability to dream and to believe in the miraculous and to give God glory and praise for what he's able to do and what he will do. And for those who ask him and have a desire to walk with him. So I focus on the church and we usually interview people. But today there's not a guest in the studio. It's just me. And of course, if you're a regular listener to the show, you know what that means. That means Pastor King is going to crank up the Southern Gospel music because that's something I enjoy doing. But as a man of God, and I, I just say that because I am a pastor, a preacher, And um, I have a heart and compassion for people and for all people. And my desire is that all would come to a saving knowledge of Jesus Christ, my Lord and Savior. But I also know this, that uh, there's a lot of uh, human element to all of us because we're, we're spiritual, but we're also human. And... A lot of times people don't understand that they don't have to walk in the carnal. There is a spiritual reality for each and every one of us. And the scripture talks about this. He talks about walking in the spirit. Well, walking in the spirit is simply allowing your spiritual man to, to be dominant and to have a heart to seek after a relationship with Father God that's been provided for us through the giving of his son, Jesus Christ, who died on the cross for our sins. 
that our sins could be forgiven, that we may be able to enter into the uh, throne room of God through our prayers and our petitions, through the work of the ministry of the Holy Spirit who takes the prayers from our heart, delivers them to the heart of the Father, and then the Father's response back to you. That's where the Holy Spirit works. That's how he works. So I'm saying all of that, things that would trouble you, we have that resource to take them to the Father. And you say, well, Pastor King, if you were going to describe the things that would trouble us in 2020, I think there are two things that stands out <laughs> probably above everything else. One is this virus that we've been uh, hearing so much about and, of course, uh, uh, so much uh, confusion. Can I say that? I, that's about the only way I know to describe it. Confusion in the aspect that nobody seems to really know exactly uh, all the ins and outs of it. You say, well, uh, you know, at one time we thought, or at least I thought, that it was kind of like uh, any other disease that you'd get. If you get it and you get over it, then you build up immunities and, and you won't get it again. But now they say, no, that's not so. Again, I don't know. Um, and then we talk about the, the vaccine, which we're all excited about that they've got these vaccines out there. But they don't know. If you take this vaccine, how long will it cause you to be immune to this virus? Again, we don't know. <laughs> and I don't think the, the uh, people who have created this, and the scientists, I don't think they really know either. So all these things become confusing to us. And... Uh, we, we just say, just give us the facts and let us know for sure. But again, it's confusing. And then uh, they say, well, if you, uh, if you wear a mask, then, then you probably won't contract it. But yet everybody that I've, I've heard of that has come down with it, I ask them, I say, well, do you wear a mask? Oh, yeah, I, I always wore my mask. I go, well, then if you wore your mask, well, why did you get the COVID? Again, I don't know. I don't know the answers to all these things. So, as we approach the show today, we're just going to be looking for answers. Now, um, the other thing is this election that we had in November. And I have not uh, had an opportunity to talk to this radio audience about this since it happened, because we've had guests coming and going, and I, whenever I have a guest in the studio, I give them the time to talk about their passion and whatever's on their heart. But these times when it's just us, just you and I, and of course I say the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit, that I, I just talk about things that's on my mind and things that I think perhaps maybe would uh, be on your mind as well. So we're going to talk about these two things today on the broadcast and whatever else that the Lord lays on my heart. In the meantime, we'll bring all those up. Let me tell you that if you want to contact me, 5671703, that's my cell phone number, my email address, Pastor J.L. King at yahoo.com. And you can also find these broadcasts on the podcast. The only thing that you won't find there is the music. 
So generally, Brother Apple, he just takes the content and things that I say and puts them on the podcast and leaves the music out. And you understand all of that. So this will be show number 101. And, um, well, if you want to find it there, uh, type in Pastor Jack King, Tallahassee. And it'll come up on your podcast. And um, there's a lot of talk shows there. And a lot of the daily broadcasts that I do on 94. Point one and other uh, parts around the country, and uh, that's a daily devotional type of teaching, and there's a lot of those there as well, a lot of the talk shows there on the podcast. You can check those out, and uh, if you're traveling, just plug your phone into your car, uh, if you got a newer car, and you can listen to the talk shows all the way to wherever you're going. I'm, I'm, I would imagine there's probably enough of them to keep you occupied between that and a daily broadcast. So you can do that. So let me share this scripture with you. And then we'll play some music. And I, I mentioned this uh, on the uh, uh, music show, the Saturday Night Gospel Sing that, that aired last night. And uh, we were doing my countdown, where I count down my favorite songs from uh, the year previous, which was 2020. And so a lot more music than I normally play, so I, I was kind of uh, pushing for time. So I didn't spend a whole lot of time with a little message part that I always do on that broadcast. But I did read the scripture, and I told him, I said, if you want to know more about my thoughts on this, then tune in today uh, on the uh, talk show. Job chapter 4, verse 8. Even as I have seen, they that plow iniquity and so wickedness reap the same. And uh, I believe that this applies. And I'll explain it a little bit later. But as I said, we'll just start the music portion out with a little song. Cal Robertson. This is meant to lift up and encourage. Jesus came to Bethesda's pool. <laughs> Will thou be made whole? Well, it's a good question in in view of the times in which we live. Because, uh, well, fear can totally control your life. It can. And um, when this thing with this virus first uh, became known uh, to most people in America, uh, a panic just set in. I was talking to somebody one time, they said, well, I didn't know anything about it until uh, toward the end of January, 1st of February. But because I listened to radio a lot, uh, I'd been hearing that it was coming. And uh, I remember hearing about Japan and how that they had stopped having uh, fans in the stands for the baseball games, and and uh, that it was heading our way. And of course, uh, I, I'm of the opinion that it was here way before the people really began to realize it was here, because a lot of people will tell you that they were very sick back during the fall, and it was very much like what people have described who have had the virus. And so I think it was here. This is my opinion. 
before uh, they said the first documented case here in America. Because it's just hard for me to believe that just all of a sudden it was just everywhere. But nevertheless, it did arrive. And people either slowly became aware of it or it was just like overnight. And uh, like I said, a panic just set in and, and uh, people just, because we don't know. And, and we always uh, have a great fear of the unknown, things that we don't know and don't understand. We, we know more now than we did then. And I believe that does help in the realm of fear. Anyway, I, uh, my daughter, who was uh, caught herself uh, out of work for a period of time because of the uh, restrictions that were placed upon us, she said to me, she said, Daddy, if you want to come and uh, do some stuff on the Internet, I've got some time to help you. And so she did. So she set it up, and we used her uh, uh, iPhone, and she recorded some uh, messages that I did about that time, and we put them on Facebook, and also they're on our uh, Freedom Road uh, website. And if you go there to the Freedom Road uh, website, it's frcm.us, Freedom Road Christian Ministries. That's the church that I pastor, and I'll tell you about that in a moment. But, but if you go to that, there's a, a, one of those messages there, and it talks about fear. And uh, I said in that message, I'm not going to live in fear. I'm not going to allow fear to control my life. I'm not going to be reckless. I'm not going to be stupid. But I'm not going to live in fear. Because fear cripples. And the thing is, if you allow yourself to live in fear, the fear itself will defeat you. But this is what uh, Carol Robertson was singing in the song talking about there at Bethesda's pool in the Gospel of John that Jesus went to the pool and there were all kinds of sick folks there and uh, why he chose that particular man we're not sure he said of 38 years he'd been laying there sick and crippled and Jesus came to him and just asked him a simple question he says wilt thou be made whole do you want to be whole do you want to be uh, cured from this uh, that you have. And, and immediately when Jesus said that, the man began to make excuses. In other words, he was ruling out faith and he was immediately going to the circumstances. And of course the circumstances were, and it's, it's one of these uh, theological things that's hard to really comprehend, uh, that an angel would come and trouble the water and uh, whenever the, the angel would come, whoever stepped in the water first, then that person would be healed. And, of course, you can imagine all these people are sitting around just, just waiting for this phenomenon to take place, for this angel to come and trouble the water. And then it happened, and everybody's scrambling to get in. And he said, this man says, I have no man to put me in the pool. Well, Basically, what he's saying, he says, my, my hope is based upon what some other man can do for me. And Jesus was simply asking a question. He says, do you want to be made whole? And what Jesus was offering the man was faith. But faith is a difficult thing for us humans sometimes. 
substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen as recorded in the book of, of Hebrews. So, faith conquers fear. And uh, I'm doing a men's retreat here in just a few weeks uh, in in uh, uh, middle of January. And that's what I've titled it. Uh, Fear Conquers Faith Conference. And um, we're going to talk about it because if, if we don't allow ourselves to rise up in faith, then we'll diminish our quality of life because we're crippled by fear. So, will thou be made whole? He simply says, will you have faith to trust God even in the midst of a pandemic? Well, that's a powerful th- statement to think and to pray about and to have in your mind to think, well, God can protect me. And again, I'm not, I'm not advocating being reckless or anything else. I'm just simply saying that as a man who believes in God, I have to say, God, I believe in God. <laughs> and I'm going to put my trust in you. And um, I'm going to believe that whatever you do for me is going to be the best for me. Lord, you are the healer. You are the great physician. One of the things that, that uh, I have to take note of is how it affects different people. We don't really understand that. I know a lot of people who's had it and had minimal effects. And then we also know, and I know people who have also perished. And again, we don't understand all of that, uh, all, all of that that we would like to know. And so... And you say, well, Pastor King, or what do you think about the virus, or about the, the vaccine? Well, I'm all for it. And um, they say it's 95% effective, but again, we don't know for how long. <laughs> but uh, I, I thank God for it. And I, I thank God for people who, are, who have intelligence. And I believe that God has helped us with this. And so I'm going to just trust that it's a good thing. And uh, when the... VA says it's my turn, I'll probably go get it. But uh, um, just like anybody else, I mean, to say that that's where my faith is going to totally lie? No, no. My faith is in in my faith. And I believe that God is my protector and my provider, and I'm going to believe him for it. And here's the thing. When you lose faith and you lose hope, and that becomes such a a powerful demotivator. <laughs> I just made up a word. <laughs> In other words, it takes away motivation, and it causes us to be uh, severely affected by it. And that's what I'm simply saying: is that fear will conquer faith. So we need peace. Karen Peck is singing about it. Karen Peck at New River. It's called River of Peace. I've been caught out in the storm. Been blinded by the rain. Had the waters of life cover me. River of Peace. 
that keeps rolling on. That's what she sings. It's a river of peace that just keeps rolling on. I like uh, watching a river or a small creek uh, flowing water because of the, the activity. And uh, there's just something calming about it to me. Uh, my book that I wrote, I wrote a lot of it sitting beside this little stream down at the Masterpiece Gardens down in Lake Wells, Florida. And uh, it's just uh, something about it. So this is the uh, Gospel on the Radio talk show. I'm Pastor Jack King. I'm the pastor of Freedom Road Christian Ministry, 720 Capital Circle Northeast. We're in the Crescent Park Plaza. Our services start at 11.05 on Sunday mornings. We invite you to come and worship with us and bring the family. We love people, love visitors, love the Lord, love the Word of God, and uh, we just love to worship God. And uh, Come, come visit with us. We're in a little storefront there. Been there, see, getting close to seven years. My goodness, how does time go by so fast? But uh, I think you'd like our family at Freedom Road. We're just people, just just regular people, but uh, we love the Lord. So come and visit with us. FRCM.us, that's the website. You can uh, check that out. Also, make sure you tune in every Saturday night on 94.1 on your radio dial for this Saturday night gospel sing. And I think you'll enjoy it. I do immensely. I love doing the show and love the music, love sharing it with people. So 7 o'clock Saturday night, 94.1 on your radio dial and then the daily broadcast it also airs on 94.1 11, 11 o'clock Monday through Friday a daily teaching of the word of God so that brings you up to speed on all the radio stuff and of course here on 97.9 uh, starting at 6 o'clock on Sunday mornings the gospel on the radio talk show from 6 to 7 Tune in, and uh, we'd love to have you. And also to say, if you are involved in ministry in some capacity, then uh, I'd love to have you on the show. Let's interview you. Let's talk about your passion, what God is doing in your life and in your ministry. We'll tell the Tallahassee all about it, the Big Ben area of Florida. And we'll, it'll be on the Internet streaming around the world. Your testimony what God is doing in your life and your ministry. I tell people all the time, I said, when you come on the show, we're going to talk about your passion, whatever that is. And uh, that'll be the theme of our show, your passion for the things of God and ministry. So call me, 567-1703, and we'll get you uh, in here at the studio and uh, get you mic'd up and uh, give you a chance to speak your heart concerning what God is doing through your ministry. And, uh, well, people will be blessed. They will, because testimonies are important. We should all share our testimonies. Triple A Constant Comfort, uh, Robin Feesmeyer, actually it's Triple A Heating and Air, uh, name change there. Triple A Heating and Air, Robin Feesmeyer, new unit, get the old one repaired, Call him, uh, 567-1703. Uh, I mean, yeah, uh, call him. Now, 
here's the thing. This whole um, situation that's got our country uh, kind of in a turmoil at the moment. And as uh, you may know, I have four rules on this show. And I've had these same four rules all through the time. We started in 2002. This is show number 101. I've had the same four rules for every show. We don't talk sports, politics, doctrine, but we always speak well of one another. So we don't talk politics. So, Pastor King, how are we going to do this if we're not going to talk politics? Well, I, 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 what, I, what I do is it, I bring information because my passion and my concern is for the church, God's people, Christian people, and understanding. So let me just see if I can sum up what we have here. Uh, we have a president who served for four years uh, for re-election. And of course, there's the competitor. And the election takes place. And basically, the... Um, Networks are reporting the progress of the election. It looked like that uh, the incumbent was doing well. It looks like he was cruising to re-election. And all of a sudden, in some of the states, the counting just stopped. And uh, nobody knew what was going on. And then, uh, from the way I understand it, that in a lot of the precincts and stuff, the, supposedly the counting stopped, but it didn't stop. And people were continuing to count, even though this they've said they were not. Now this is the, now, now, let me let me qualify this. Here. I'm just reporting to you what I have heard. I'm not an eyewitness. I was not there. I cannot verify these things. I'm just telling you what I have heard. So I will just leave it there. Now, let's say that. Uh, some things took place that were uh, not righteous. Is that a good way to put it? Not righteous. And then you say, well, okay, people do things all the time that are not righteous, that are not right. And people sometimes cheat, sometimes people steal, sometimes people lie. People do all kinds of things that are in violation to the, the heart and mind of, of God. And seemingly, we say, well, they, they did it and they got by with it. Okay. Well, life's experience tells me that that's not always so. And as I read scripture, I find that to not be so. Because... Um, People do things. There's consequences. They may not realize it. And, and like I say, there could just be a great jubilation. And say, Look, we pulled this off. <laughs> we, we got by with it. We, we did this and, and uh, nobody knows. And well, we got the result we wanted. Well, again, I'm going to share this scripture with you that I, I read earlier. Even as I have seen, they that... Wow, iniquity and so righteousness 
reap the same. Job chapter 4, verse 8. But let me give you the New Testament version of the same thing. Galatians chapter 6, verse 7. Whatsoever a man soweth, that shall he also reap. So we find a, a, a law and a principle. The law of sowing and reaping. In other words, if you sow evil or if you sow that which is not righteous, then you will reap the reward of that. And sometimes the reward of that is very, uh, very, very bad. Let's put it that way. Let me give you, for instance, uh, in the Old Testament, we find that uh, the children of Israel wandered in the wilderness, as you know, 40 years, and then it was time to cross over to the uh, promised land. And God parted the Jordan River, and they went over, and they, and they fought against a, a, a city called Jericho, and and God did a miracle, and, and the walls of Jericho just collapsed, and they went in, and they defeated the uh, army of, the, of, of Jericho, and that city was won. Well, down the road, not far from there, there was another little city. It's called Ai, the city of Ai. And Joshua, the general, he didn't think too much of Ai, so he said, we'll just send a few troops down there, and we'll, we'll defeat that city as well. Well, it didn't go well. Those troops went down there, and next thing you know, they were tucking tail and running from the residents of the city of Ai. And when this happened, Joshua was upset. And he just got on his face and began to cry out to God. He said, God, what happened? And God said to Joshua, he said, get up off your face. He said, there's sin in the camp. And there was a man by the name of Achan. And what Achan had done was he'd gone into the city of Jericho after he defeated and he took gold and, and some, some uh, garments and things that they were instructed not to do. And he, he hid them. Well, when this defeat took place in Ai and God said they're sent in the camp, they did a process of casting the Urim and Thurim. And we're not sure exactly what that is, but it was some type of a... Of a uh, uh, casting lots, and through that process of, of process of elimination, it was determined that it was of the family of Achan, and then it was him. You see, the thing about it is that because of what he did, all of Israel suffered, and then Achan was uh, punished with a with his life. And not only him, but his family. In other words, what he did, and he took those uh, items, of the silver and the, and, the, and the garments, and he, he buried them in the ground, and he thought, well, nobody will know. Nobody will know. I've gotten, I've gotten by with it. And I'll go retrieve these items later, and I'll be a very, very rich person. But the problem is, is that God knew. You see, God knew. And God was the one who revealed this. You see, there's always consequences. There's always consequences. And see, I would, I would hate to think that I was one of these people who would be involved in a scheme like this, if indeed it, it happened. 
because again, I wasn't there. I'm not an eyewitness. I can't see how it happened. But I would be fearful if I were a person who was involved in something like this because I read this scripture. Whatsoever a man soweth, that shall he also reap. Listen to this little song. It's, oh, I love this. This is the Booth Brothers. It's called The Touch of the Master's Hand. Well, it was battered and scarred, and the auctioneer felt it was hardly worth his while. There's just so much <laughs> to be gleaned from that. The whole concept of what they were just thinking about. The master's strong hand. It comes down to faith and trusting God that, well, he's, he's going to make it work. He's, he's going to work it out if you believe and if you trust. And that's one of the things that I I always try to bring to the hearts of those who listen to this broadcast is that, hey, we have to trust. We have to put our faith where our faith belongs. And that's in our belief that God is and that God exists and that we're his children and he's got our best interest in heart and he's going to take care of things. The scripture says that vengeance is mine. I will repay, says the Lord. <laughs> no. Uh, to be caught in the hands of an angry God, that's just not a place that I'd want to be. So this is the uh, Gospel on the Radio Talk Show. I'm Pastor Jack King. I'm just happy to be with you on a Sunday morning from 6 to 7 here on WTSM 97.9, your sports monster, where we talk about dreams and visions and uh, church triumphant alive and well. And so we've been talking about this, uh, what we refer to as the uh, election of 2020. And uh, a couple of things that I've mentioned on the broadcast that 2020 is kind of known for. One is the, the virus and then this, this election. And uh, we think about the results of it and uh, those who question it. And again, I went to the polls and vote, voted. That's that's all I know, is it? I know who I voted for, and uh, I voted here in the state of Florida. We seem to have had a pretty clean election this time. We've been in the, the heart of those controversies in the past, too. But it seems as if uh, they've kind of fixed some of our problems, and I thank God for that, because I want to make sure that when I vote, that my vote goes as I plan for it to go. And when things gets uh, uh, I say messed up, then people lose confidence. And they say, well, why, why bother? Well, we bother because we believe that it's necessary that people express their opinions in a republic such as ours because we believe that, uh, uh, that we are a country that's been uh, ordained of God and that God has given us the right to have these opinions and to to uh, express our opinions when we go to the ballot box. But see, I think about uh, King David. And King David did a terrible thing. He 
he went up on the rooftop one uh, one night and he looked over at a house not too far away and he saw a beautiful woman and he lusted after her and then he sent for her and she came to his house and they had relations and and uh, she was married he was married and um, well basically he stole a man's wife and then to cover the she became with child and it was his and he tried to cover it up by having her husband sent into the forefront of the battle through the hand of a man by the name of Joab who <laughs> well, let's say Joab was a he was a character and uh, man he cleaned it up did this thing and now he gotten her husband murdered and you know just you know, wipe your hands together and go hey we cleaned it up got by with it and see this is the, the fallacy people think I can do th- things that are unrighteous and just get by with it. But uh, David got a visit from a man by the name of Nathan the prophet. And uh, Nathan the prophet had an interesting story to tell King David. And he told King David about a man who, um, that had a sheep, a little lamb. And he loved that little lamb. And uh, he talked about how he, he, just, he had a, made a pet out of this little lamb. He would just hold him up to his, to his chest and he'd just love on this little lamb and he was just so precious to him. And then there was another man who was very, very rich and he had, he had all kinds of flocks of sheep and goats and, and he was very, very rich and somebody came to visit the rich man and he's going to have a feast. And so he said, well, let's, let's, uh, let's kill a lamb for the meal. But he said, go get that lamb from that little man over there that just has made a pet out of that little lamb. And so he did. He went and he stole that little sheep from that man that loved that little lamb so much and he took that little lamb and killed him and, and made a, a meal for his guest. Well, when King David heard that story, he jumped up off his throne. He says, you bring me that man and I'll have him killed. <laughs> and uh, Nathan poked his finger at the king and said, you are the man. And basically what he's saying is, you took another man's wife and then you had that man murdered. You are guilty and God knows it. And what happened was as a result of that, God said, the sword will never leave your house. And uh, the child that was uh, the product of their relationship died. Later, he had another son that raped one of his daughters. They had another son that uh, uh, formed a coup against him and tried to overthrow his kingdom and was killed by Joab as a result of that. And tragedy just never stopped as long as King David lived. But see, he thought he'd gotten by with it and there would be no consequences. You see, back in, uh, in our country in the 60s, in the election of 1960, there were alleged improprieties in that election. 
in uh, in the Chicago and in Texas that could have swayed the election. And the candidate that lost said, no, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to contest this. I'm just going to let it go. It's better for the country. But the president, the man who became president, well, check your history. And uh, so is this related? You can decide that for yourself. I'm just simply saying that whatsoever a man soweth, that shall he also reap. This is what Scripture says. And so if you think, well, these things are done in a vacuum and nobody knows and it's all washed under the, under the sand and, and we just go on. No, life doesn't work that way. There are always consequences for actions. But bring that back to uh, you and I, the church. You see, what matters to us and what's important is our faith and our ability to trust God because God's going to take care of of us, just like he said he was going to take care of the birds. Listen to this. The Perry's family just will never take Jesus out of my heart. Thank you for this new year. Father, we give you glory and praise. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Until next Sunday morning, may the Lord bless you.